What is up, folks? Welcome back yet again to the Bibs Corner Podcast. Uh, quick cold open. Uh, so the Mavs do beat the Miami Heat. Uh, <laughs> I didn't intend for that to rhyme as hard as it did. Um, it's actually the first win over the Heat since February of 2017, uh, which if you're just getting used to the fact that it's 2021 now means that it's like a month and a half short of four years since we <laughs> since we beat the Heat. And according to my man Dalton Trigg, we've only beaten the Heat three times now since two, the 2011 Finals, which is ridiculous. Um, but as I told him on Twitter, if we are only going to beat the Heat in the Finals on a regular basis, then that's fine with me. Um, tonight, story of tonight's game, Dwight Powell very aggressive pursuing the the, the, the pumpkin, pursuing the pill. Dwight Powell pursuing the pumpkin all night. Pause. And um you can't complain about that. Like he you can't uh, you can't complain about effort. So there were several times where just putting in the effort, even if you didn't get the rebound, resulted in a foul or resulted in the other team fumbling the ball out of bounds or fumbling it into your teammates' hands. So again, put that effort in, results happen. So glad to see that Dwight Powell leading the charge there. Uh, Luca had a huge bounce back game. Um, again, basketball wise, not worried about Luca. He will play his way back into his pl- his playoff form. Um, the only question for me with him is the the mental aspect of the game, and we'll get into that later. And last thing I want to say in this cold open is that I, I got a message or I got an email actually notifying me that the podcast is doing very well in Slovenia. Um, I think third in of. Uh, number three among basketball podcasts so um i did some google translate <laughs> so bear with me uh vala mojim slovenskim poslu slakom and that's just between me and the slovenian listeners um yeah we'll take a quick break and then we'll get straight into the box scores Hello and welcome back yet again to the Bibbs Corner Podcast. I am your host, as always, Mike Bibbins on Twitter at Bibbs Corner, and that's B-I-B-S Corner in case you did not know. Uh, we're going to run through the box score really quick. Uh, Rick played a uh, 10-man rotation, so no extra guys tonight. Uh, should be pretty easy to get through this. So first of all... You know, again, I always start with the person who played the most minutes and work my way down. Tim Hardaway Jr. played 38 minutes, 18 points, two boards, three assists, two steals, and a block. He was six for 18 from the field, three for 10 from three, and three for four from the line. Tim Hardaway Jr. never sees a shot he isn't ready to take. Uh, So it kind of is what it is when you're dealing with (laughs) Tim. Uh, you have to take the good with the bad. So he hit some shots tonight, but he also missed a lot of shots. Uh, there was a stretch where it was him, I think Burke, Brunson, uh, James Johnson, and somebody else. I can't think who the, the fifth person was. Regardless, it was a tough lineup, and Brunson and THJ were basically just taking turns throwing up garbage. Um, let's see. 
Luca played the second most minutes. He played about 36. Uh, he had a huge game tonight, as I mentioned. 27 points, 15 boards, 7 assists, no steals, 1 block. He was 9 for 22 from the field. He did hit three threes, which is more than what he'd hit all season coming into the game. Uh, but he was 3 of 10 from 3, which is not what you want to see. Uh, 6 of 9 from the free throw line. Again, a little bit of a regression there. Not horrible, but not great either um and then he did have one of our offensive rebounds again i'm trying to track the offensive rebounds to show effort uh who, who's putting in the effort on glass basically uh luca also had five turnovers so seven assists to five turnovers partially has to do with the fact that guys aren't hitting their shots right now but also uh again luca is not as sharp as we perhaps will want him to be long term uh, speaking of the other guys who maybe hit missed some shots, uh, Josh Richardson tonight, 11 points, three boards, three assists. He was five of 10 from the field, uh, but one of five from three. Uh, he did have one of our offensive rebounds as well. So Richardson, again, has not returned to his preseason form quite yet. Had the one good game, but we're still waiting to see if we can get that consistently from him. Um and he played 35 minutes. I'm not sure if I said that. Dwight Powell played the fourth most minutes of the starters. He played 28 minutes and two points, eight boards, one assist, two steals. Uh, he was 0 for 1, and it was a three-point attempt that did not touch the rim. Uh, he was 2 for 4 from the free throw line as well. Again, put in a strong effort on the glass, which is the bare minimum we could ask of him. And Bam did not go at him as much as he probably should have, which obviously benefited us, or at least early in the game. Later in the game, he did start getting busy, but uh, the damage was done by then. DFS was the last starter. He actually didn't play less minutes than Maxi, but he was the last starter. He played 22 minutes, 12 points, 5 boards. He was 5 of 8 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, which is 40%, which means he shot... He did what he was supposed to do, in my opinion. I think last year in the playoffs, I said if we can get him to hit two or five from three every game, then he's done his job, so I can't complain. Uh, he also had one of our offensive rebounds. Then finally, we do go to the bench. And Maxi played 27 and a half minutes off the bench, so basically he was the fifth guy. Um, five points, four boards, an assist, a steal, and he did put... Tyler Hero on the MF and wall. Uh, <laughs> one of three from the field. All of his attempts were threes. Uh, two for two from the line. And what I'm starting to realize with Maxi is that any team worth their salt is not going to let him shoot. Uh, even in the last game, he got loose, hit four threes in the first half, and then didn't get another shot off in the second half because teams were not leaving him, or the Hornets were not leaving him open in that game. So. Maxi needs to start expanding his game if he wants to remain a threat. Uh, again, it, catch and shoot is cool, but if you can add just a little bit of something else to your game, a one dribble pull up, for example, or a mid range floater, because uh, he right now he's either trying to dunk on you or hit a three. And uh, when those options are taken away, when he's forced off the line and forced to put the ball on the floor, he doesn't have anything in the intermediate range quite yet so uh if i'm one of the assistants if i'm one of the coaches i'm i'm doing solo work with him 
on a, a pull-up mid-range free throw line type area jump shot. So anyway, I'm not, I did apply for that position actually, low-key, uh, insider knowledge there. Anyway, Trey Burke had 17 minutes played in this game. He uh, eight points, three boards, two for five from the field, 0 for one from three, four for four from the line. Again, Burke doing what he's supposed to do uh, as a smart plug off the bench. I enjoy him on the court. Jalen Brunson is a different story. Uh, two points, three boards, two assists, two steals, one of five from the field. Again, hasn't seen a jump shot that he doesn't like. Um, it's been a rough watch for him. And I noticed this game, they actually did not play him without James Johnson. And that's because they want James Johnson to do more facilitating because that is clearly not what Brunson is set up to do as an NBA player, apparently. So we'll see here. Speaking of Johnson, who again played those 12 minutes with Brunson, eight points, three boards, one assist, two steals, uh, three of five from the field, two for two from three. Uh, he finally, oh, yeah, the team, I think, has finally accepted that Brunson is not getting it done as a point guard, especially that Brunson-Burke lineup. Uh, I believe in this game they had them play with DFS. They had them play with, like, three defensive guys when they were on the court, which is fine, but uh, that was a rough stretch for us. Uh, Willie Colley-Stein played 11 minutes off the bench. He was the last guy to get in. He did play, or he did pull down three boards. Uh, 0 for 1 on his only real shot attempt, which was a missed dunk, which looked like he got fouled to me, but that's whatever. Um, not super active. He did have an offensive rebound. And again, if Dwight Powell's going to hustle hard on the glass, then it's whatever as far as the Willie Colley-Stein-Dwight Powell situation. What else do we have? Uh, let's move forward to our, our other segments. I'm, I'm trying to keep this pretty tight. So player of the game tonight. Uh, I mentioned on the last pod that I'm only going to give this to Luca when he is exceptional, and he was exceptional tonight. Uh, like I said, he hit the three threes, which I think he only had two coming into the game. Uh, he was getting into the lane and scoring in the lane this time, which I felt previously he was doing way too much passing. Um Huge rebounding night as well, 15 boards. Uh, it was an ugly game early, and instead of sitting back and trying to let everybody shoot their way into it, Luca did step up and try to take over in this one. So, again, that's what we want from him. I was glad to see it. The tweet of the night comes, comes from Clay Cuban, and that's Clay Cuban with a K. Uh, Clay with a K and Cuban with a K. Um, the Mavs can't be bad in the clutch time if all the games are blowouts and it's the the African guy with the pointing at the temple uh, GIF and yeah if blowout wins and blowout losses the heat did make this one a little bit interesting late but the Mavs had too big of a lead to to overcome and close it out um I'll take it I'm not going to complain about how how it went played out but uh that that tweet from Clay what came during the when we had the big lead and uh, it was hilarious when I saw it. Did not take any questions tonight. I'm kind of holding off on that right now. I don't know if you noticed, but there are no ads on this podcast. So uh, <laughs> I'm not putting in that extra that extra 
bit of effort to to spend 30 minutes on here answering questions. I will get back to that uh, at a later date. So stay tuned. My final parting thought of the night comes back to Luca and the complaining to the refs. So at the end of the half tonight, Luca got an open court run at the rim. He went up for the layup. He got fouled. Still should have been able to make the layup, but did not. And again, there's no fans in the arena, so you can hear everything on the court. And you hear him yelling at the ref for not calling the foul, which again, I admit he I know he was fouled. He was very obviously fouled. It was a bad no call. But the demonstrative, the the way he was yelling, I was not positive. Uh, not positive. It was not something that the refs were going to be able to let go, basically. And so they tee him up. The Heat get a, a free point there after the buzzer has sounded for the half. And, you know, it could have been a momentum type thing. Could have lingered with us. The refs remained bad the rest of the game, which they had already been bad up to that point. They were kind of, they, they messed the, the heat up a couple times, too. They were just very inconsistent overall. Just a bad a bad experience, in my opinion, for everybody. But, um, again, Luka has to pick his battles. Uh, in that situation, I understand wanting to say something, acknowledge it, but how you do it is, again, more flies with honey. I'm not saying you have to be happy, but... The approach, I believe, is not is not helping you get calls later. They may call the obvious ones later, but they're not going to give you the, the borderline ones if, if they feel like you're trying to show them up. Uh, in my opinion, there need, somebody needs to intervene there and be a little bit more proactive in helping Luke out in that situation so it's not on him. He's a very emotional guy. I just don't want him to become DeMarcus Cousins getting texts every game, yelling at the refs. And I guess that's really all I have to say on that for now. I will catch you guys next game. Let me check my schedule. Looks like we have back-to-backs on a third and fourth. The third, we play the Bulls. The fourth, we play the Rockets. You will get a recap after each game because I'm committed to that. I am committed to you like we said I do. And I'll catch you then. Peace.